The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. In our job, there is never a day that goes by when we don't have to think about what happens in the marketplace. And from time to time, certain things will become inevitably and painfully true, while other moments within the markets, there will be sheer joy and bliss. And one of these weeks, it has been where we feel a bit of both. We come to you today to do the Real Money Show. It is Guildhall Wealth Management. I want to welcome you to the show because obviously lots of people are listening and you're listening for very different reasons. We have listeners who are tuned in to find out more about what has happened and transpired through the week. We have new listeners who are tuning in and probably have been told about this show with gold and silver and we have lots to talk about. I want to introduce myself. I'm Darren Long, the host of The Real Money Show. And with me today is Jeremy Wiseman, the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. I hold the title as Senior Vice President of Sales. And this Real Money Show this week, Jeremy, is a really important one. And throughout the show, I want people to visit the site. They can get up updated on the policies we have in place to deal with the situation we find ourselves in, which we're going to discuss throughout the show today. That website, if you are listening, is a good one to go to and get educated. It is guildhallwealth.com. That's guildhallwealth.com. And I'm reluctant to give the number this week, Jeremy, and I'll tell you, we're going to talk about it throughout the show, but I'll give it right now, one eight seven seven eight silver and i want to start this week's show by giving just a broad summary of what's transpired this week i'm sure if you're listening and hopefully you're doing it from home in the comfort of your own home with your family as we have uh, shut shutdowns around the world obviously being impacted heavily by the virus updates and things of that nature but if you are listening and you are tuned into this show. You'll obviously want to hear this information. And what a week it's been, Jeremy. Let's just cover the broad topics. We came into the office on Sunday of this week, this past week. If you're listening on Saturday or Sunday, that'd be a week ago. And uh, we started to notice some things happening in the marketplace, one of which was that the broad markets, the stock indexes, the U.S. and Canadian marketplace, were starting to come to a head. We had been losing ground throughout the week prior, and we had discussed this on the show for some time. And you, me, uh, this has been a year two, three, four in the making, discussing the possibility of this day coming. And so I ask a simple question of you, Jeremy. This has been a tumultuous week for many, uh, but of course, we're here. We're taping the show still. How are you feeling and your thoughts on the week as we summarize what occurred through this week? It's been a surreal week because um, obviously we're coming to the office we're filling orders. First thing Monday, the e-store started going crazy. And uh, we started taking a ton of calls. And people still wanted to come to the office on, on Monday. And uh, we were just filling orders left, right, and center. And it didn't take long before we were basically in, in the weeds, as they used to say, in the restaurants. And um, we've, we've just been trying to play catch up that in the entire week. So here we are, everything's shutting down, and, and people are deciding that they want to get physical metal in their portfolios or get some in their hands. And uh, it's starting to become really tough. I think ultimately, you know, we saw one uh, like w one e-store after another of our of our uh, competitors and colleagues in the business um, have to shut it down. 
you know, one after the other because uh, the physical supply has literally run out. So uh, throughout the show, we're going to talk about that. So to be honest, we didn't even get a chance to see what was going on in the market, in the broad markets and see how that's uh, reacting. But we do know that, look, the markets were, were waiting for some sort of um, something to, to pop the bubble. And, and that's what's happened. And uh, we, we knew that this was always going to come and uh, to see it coming this way it's been a surreal surreal week that's for sure well on the heels of our show with gerald salente about guns gold and getaway plans uh, certainly there is some uh lightness to be found in the topic so to speak i'm not talking about laughter but certainly i'd like to smile and know that we're strong in our uh in our reserve and we've got a lot happening that's positive so i don't want to make it a show this week about what's happening around the world i hope you're at home and listening at the website guildhallwealth.com and uh, jeremy let's do our best now to bring everybody up to speed on what happened okay sunday morning in the wee hours in the paper market for silver we were trading at around 1485 which was the close range on friday yep. for silver uh, gold in the 1530 range on friday and came into sunday night we opened up in the overseas markets and asia was fine in the evening uh and it wasn't until the london market opened up around 330 uh, and between 330 and 430 uh, in the morning, there started to be a rumble in silver. And that's paper only, folks, because we're going to go into physical in a moment here and talk to you about this disconnect. But in the paper markets where the price for the base of spot is derived in the futures market, uh, that in paper terms fell from a 1485 range down to a low of 1120 and change, which was in fact about almost a 24% drop in 40 minutes. And when these types of things happen it's very important to take inventory stock of where you're at and i mean that literally as we'll get into in a moment uh, but guild hall throughout the week has maintained uh, their office time we've been helping clients throughout the week i know jeremy you're tired uh, as we tape this show on friday in the morning and uh, i am tired and i've had a lot of uh, time to think about where the markets are at and we have a lot to say in this show that's positive about what's coming uh, i'm very excited about what the future holds and the resolve of canadians and so i want to ask you going forward what kind of topics do we want to cover today so our listeners can have questions answered before well, we get to break I, I think the biggest one is going to be the disconnect between the paper price and the physical price so we want to let people know there's a lot of misunderstanding about how the physical market works and how the premiums have gone up and you know uh, we're being a, like not us but you know there's a, I see on the blogs and stuff people being accused of price gouging and things like that so we want to address the incre increase in premiums so the difference between paper price and the physical price um, give give an update on the physical market as a whole and what it, that's going to look like um, with you know supply chain disruptions uh, the massive amount of orders going through in the market and what this paper uh, price which is not indicative of the real world how that starts to mess with the real world market itself so I think that's the biggest end up end topic we need to get uh, get out to our listeners well before we go to break I want to make it very clear how apologetic we are to our listeners our clientele for those that had a difficult time getting through this week this has been a challenging time for everyone our office 
has been here all week. We've been in office and certainly probably against the better judgment of our families wanting us to go, but we've distanced ourselves from clients. We've put COVID policies up. We've made it clear that we're still operating and doing the best we can. And uh, both you and I, Jeremy, are probably going now on, uh, you know, two weeks worth of work in five days and it's been hard to stay caught up but we're doing our best so we want to let people know that are listening we're doing everything we can to fill your orders get you taken care of make sure that you're uh, in good standing with us so please keep those phone calls coming and uh, the number to call one eight seven seven eight silver that's one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com we will get back to you even if it's delayed. I want you to stay tuned. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. All right, if you're tuned in, the number to call one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. We're still taking orders. If you're listening, we're still taking orders. We will tell you what to expect in terms of delays. We're going to talk about it right now, but I still want to focus on the good of this situation. We've been saying for a very long time, Jeremy, that this was going to occur. We didn't know the perfect storm would happen like it has transpired, but to be safe is very important. To be insured and have your wealth carefully taken care of with things like gold and silver, it's very much coming to full term right now of the exact understanding of what we've been discussing for 16 years. Well, we've, we've talked at length for several years now that the economy was slowing down, mm-hmm. um, that the stock market was way overvalued, that stock buybacks were pushing the market higher, that, uh, that it was also quite fragile. You know, when you looked at the Fed putting money into the repo market and, uh, you know, trying to keep interest rates down to, to stave off a recession, that, uh, you know, look, they, that we got the, the trigger, it got pulled, and uh, at the end of the day, we, we know that this was expected from the stock market. How it happened, we, wouldn't, we didn't know. We, we knew something was going to be the trigger because it wasn't like in 2008 where you could pinpoint subprime. We knew that it could come from anywhere. So, okay, so it's come from the virus. But it, it goes to show how fragile the economy was to begin with. Now you're going to be dealing with even more money being put into the system, right? That's consequences down the road. Um, but we did always also say, Darren, and, and I can remember count times talking about the fact that the price could go sky high and the question is going to be can you get your hands on it so we've talked about the supply issues and it's happening right now with low prices right so paper versus physical that's the topic then and let's venture into that territory because on this week that was two questions come to mind the first of which is what happened in silver it's supposed right. to be a protector of wealth. Gold hung in there, is hanging in there, is doing really well. Your thoughts on that? And then the second question, that disconnect between paper and physical. It's all part of the same answer, but I want your thoughts on that in particular, Jeremy. Okay, so a lot of people will say, oh, people are selling precious metals to cover for 
for other things that are happening, which is just a sense of leverage, leverage, leverage everywhere, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yes, there is a paper mark market in precious metals, a futures market, and it is highly leveraged. And when the market starts to go down, if you have to fill, call, if you have to fill equity calls on that, then you just sell off and the price goes lower. The problem with, with that overall is it's never just one thing. And to, to overstate that it's because people are selling off precious metals to, to cover other things, I think that is an overstatement. I think we've always known that there was a paper market out there that, that survives on the thinnest veneer of actual physical product, meaning there's 100, 100 200, 300 paper promises for every physical ounce of silver that's out there. And I think that ultimately the bullion banks decided yeah, we're going to we're going to crush this market right now and take advantage and we're going to buy whatever we can and shake loose the the weak sisters as they're called. So that's all paper. And what's what's happened as a result is no ifs ands or buts, the wholesalers, if you want physical product, they up their premiums. Of course. Because in the real world, you can't get the product, and they have to replace the product. Okay, hold that thought, because I want you to keep going down that path. Okay. I'll ask the question again. On the sell side, how many sell orders did you have this week? I had none until just now. I had one client want to sell three one-ounce bars of gold from his TFSA. So I assume he wants to buy some stocks of some kind. I've had no sell orders this week, not one. Yeah. Spoke to Jerry before we came in here. No sell orders. Spoke to Rob. Not one sell order. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. I can't. I can't guess whether or not people have caught up. We sent out details. People have been told go check everything. Look where we're at. Um, but when we come back from break, I want to stay on that topic. Okay. I want to stay where we're going. The paper versus physical. Let's talk more about that disconnect and the stuff that bleeds <clears throat> into that, Jeremy. RCM, some updated news on that, and you'll want to stay tuned because that's regarding what's going to be available. What delays might we experience? Can I still buy product right now? And where now? does the price go from here? Where does the price go from here? That and much, much more. Call the number, one eight seven seven eight silver We're still sending out information. Email works fine. Our website, guildhallwealth.com, is perfect. All accounts and all purchases can be done via email or phone, and that makes it very easy for you, the listener, to protect your wealth at this very uncertain moment in time. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. Let's get right to it. This is Guildhall Wealth Management, uh, myself, Darren Long, and Jeremy Wiseman here doing our post the week that was show. I guess I don't really have a title for what the post is, but I mean... This is a very uncertain week. Yeah. I want to remind listeners, not less than a month ago, we did a show in which we called it To Care or Not To Care. Right. 
right? Yes, a I remember very that. That fun was, show. Was that, that was literally maybe exactly a month ago. Yeah, and the words that we spoke at the beginning of the show should be: Should we be worried about stock valuations? If you're making boatloads of money in stocks, why change course? To care or not to care? And that's what we spoke about on that show. And our belief was that <clears> yeah, <throat> you should care because there's inevitably a reverse to every mountain that is climbed. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. This is just a fact of life. Murphy's law. Call it what you want. Well, I, we knew what was transpiring. We we had alluded to it for countless months, maybe years, even Jeremy. And I think I think that there's there's an interesting dichotomy there in the sense that um, you know just how exuberant the markets were was one thing. We were also very much focused on the the behind the scene panics mm-hmm. that were going on, and now with basically everything being shut down, um, you know, the markets quickly went from panic to, uh, you know, where, where do we go from here? And I think that the, I think what we're experiencing now in some ways is the opposite of exuberance, but there's also sort of a pause button being hit, right, on the economy and the government can just say, the pause button's being hit. We're going to just basically try to make sure that the banks stay open. Right, that there's no major seize up in the financial system, and then when the lights come back on and everything gets back to work in that sense, um, we'll 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 assess the economic damage. But I think what what we've pointed out for years is that the economic damage was 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 years in the making. Okay, one of the questions we've gotten, I want to answer this for people, is uh, certainly an important one. It's a guidance question. It comes in many forms. Uh, what is happening to the price of silver? Why is it? Good? Why did it go break down? And, and we answered a little bit of that in the, in the last <clears> segment <throat> we discussed. But it also is presented uh, in another way. Uh, how come silver is not sky high right now? Or how come gold right. isn't twice the price? I want to say one thing. Historically, we have some reference for this point in time. Yeah. 2008, you mentioned earlier, subprime was the trigger, and we both know gold and silver are event-driven markets. The TSX and the Dow in 2008, near their peaks, 15,000, dead even. TSX and Dow both lose approximately 50% of their value. Mm-hmm. Fairly same race, okay? Mm-hmm. From the lows of seven 8,000 in both the Dow and the TSX, they rise over the next 13 years, 12 years, 11 years, they rise. The TSX goes 2,000 points higher than its last previous high of 2008. It's peanuts. It's nothing to write home about. The Dow goes almost to 30,000, okay? Mm-hmm. Makes a substantial gain above and beyond that. 90% of which it is now determined came as a result of corporate buybacks and money printing. Yep. 90% of that gain. So here are people saying, did I get my wealth back even? And, and now they're about to lose it again and, and be in unfortunate situations and circumstances. And yet at the very same time, when silver in 2008 went from 21 down to $8.50, the same type of pullback that we're seeing now. The same type of a little bit of panic set in. What is silver doing? I was not protecting it. Yet in 36 months, the price of silver ventured from $8.50 post-2008 to $49 by 2011. I want to stay on the topic of paper versus physical, 
and pricing and where it's leading. Just quickly before we go to break, your thoughts on those comparisons and whether or not we might see that again now. Well, I think, number one, everyone who owns actual physical product, as you mentioned in the last segment, did not sell on the downdraft. So, you know, even when I go to look at my silver holdings in my Quest Trade account, I don't care what the negative number is because I know it's going to rebound very, very quickly. It might not so be I negative have to, depending where you bought, right? Well, I just have to ignore it, right? right because most right. people were buying in the $17 range. Well, guess what? Even though the paper price of, of silver is in the $12 range, you can't really buy it for less than $16, $17 anyway, because the premiums have gone up on both the wholesale and the retail level, and we don't know when we're going to get the product in next. I mean, the Royal Canadian Mint has shut down production for at least two weeks. And then it's going to be sparse from thereafter. And we already talked about the fact that we were supply short in December. That was before there was any economic approval. Well, we were talking about rationing, right? Because we didn't want to use the term shortage. It was so, rationing. So we have to use what we have. We can only supply what we do have. We can't place orders out until June. All right. Um, let's, let's stay on that topic right now because let's, let's come full circle on okay. that. Let's talk RCM news coming back. Uh, where we go from here, let's stay on it. And again, yep. a big story. If you're calling in, if you're using the website to connect with us, if you're requesting information, please be patient. We are making the effort to get back to everyone and it has been a very very high demand time we have very little in the way of initial product here uh, that's left but we are taking orders we are getting ready for the rebound and what will transpire surely in the next few months let's discuss it when we come back guildhallwealth.com is the website the number to call one eight seven seven eight silver will connect you as quickly as we can with somebody or return that message as fast as we humanly can. You are tuned into the Real Money Show. We hope you'll stay tuned and you're listening on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. All right, welcome back. You are listening to a show. Uh, it's called The Real Money Show. Gold, silver, natural, fancy colored diamonds. Not a lot of time for diamonds this week. Hello, we are going to touch we on it. We need to touch on we it. We will before the show ends today. And it's been an exciting week. It's been a tiring week. We all are tired and we're going to go home and see our families get well rested for the weekend. And as long as we're able to, we will be in office trying to fill orders, trying to get people taken care of. So, so Jeremy, so on let's that, go back to that for yeah, a minute. Yeah, so on that note, um, you know, we, we've had to shut down the e-store uh, a couple times because we had to get caught up on orders, make sure that we're filling those orders. And premiums. Um, Let's talk about premiums for the, a second again. And the other part, the reason why we had to shut down the e-store is because our wholesaler uh, jacked up premiums, um, which I have to say they got ahead of that much quicker than they did in 2008. In mm -hmm, 2008, mm -hmm. it, took, it took almost a week and a half to two weeks for dealers to say, well, wait a minute. The price of silver is $9, but I don't actually have to sell it at $9. We're going to jack up the premiums to $13 because that's what I've been paying for the product, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so so I think this, this time around, they caught up a lot quicker. Back in 2008, there were no e-stores. You had to go into eBay. to, And eBay was charging $16 to buy a 100-ounce bar. The fact is, is right now, the, the paper price doesn't exist. That's the first thing you've got to realize as a potential buyer or as a as a veteran buyer of precious metals, spe specifically silver. That price does not exist. 
It doesn't exist. You cannot buy precious metals at that price. And by the way, you know, how would you like to have an ETF? You know, I had a client ask about the difference between ETFs and, and precious metals. Well, do you think you could take delivery of product from an ETF right now? Absolutely not. First of all, you'd have to be a massive buyer, right? Well, to begin with, in, under normal circumstances, to get a basket of delivery out of there, it's something like 50,000 ounces. Right. It's, so it's huge. Ridiculous. You just, bottom line, you can't, and they can shut it down too. They can say, nope, we're not letting anyone take anything out. So that's, that, right. that's number one. So this is really a situation where, where precious metals are being rationed. Uh, the price is what it is. And on gold, this is really kind of ticking me off, Darren, because people kind of keep sh trying to shove it in our face that the price of gold is down. And you're sitting there saying, you, you, don't un you have to understand that gold test 650, 1650. It was only up there for a couple days. Almost 17. It tasted 1700. Right. It was getting close, yeah. but it was just a test. <laughs> Do you know how many times we've tested $100 higher and then slammed down 100 Yeah. And then from there, we came down only $100. Well, guess what? The exchange rate went from 135 to 145 It's now more expensive to buy it today than it was two months ago. The price of gold is up 10% in Canadian dollars right now. Well. So, so here's the thing. What you have to ask yourself now, people are going to say, oh, well, maybe I'll wait till the exchange rates down before I try to get some gold. That's if you can get physical gold in your hand. So you want to wait for what? A better exchange rate? Or do you want to make sure that you have some in your hand? So this is where you're starting to see a difference in a buyer type. You have lots of buyers who say, I don't care. Just get it to me. I don't care. Just get it in my hand. Because what happens next is the most important, Darren, is as you saw in 2008, as we saw, precious metals went way, way higher. You know, gold hit 19, 1900. Guess what? It's going to hit 1900 US. It's already 2300 Canadian. It's going way higher from here because there are not a lot of options of where to put your money and after after the virus calms down and people start the economy starts to get back people are going to say do i really want to own stocks right now do i really believe that this us dollar has any value do i believe that this canadian dollar has any value with all of these packages that they created and all of this m helicopter money that they created qe to the moon there's going to be a lot of questions after this about the validity of the currencies. I mean, most people today, Darren, don't even understand what the value of the dollar is anyway. You say, what's the value of the Canadian? Oh, it's this against the U.S. Well, what's the value of the U.S.? Uh, it's this against the Canadian. Oh, isn't, isn't the U.S. backed by gold? Uh, yeah, in 1971 it was. So, you know, this is going to be uh, very different going forward. But I know I'm digressing here. I just want to give a sense of the market and that ultimately um, it's what you can get, not what, the, not what the paper price says. The paper price will eventually correct because obviously that market is broken. Well, listen, as you were talking uh, and in between the uh, show's breaks, I was just doing a quick peek around the marketplace to see what, if any, competitors were, were doing for pricing. Mm -hmm. uh, of the major competitors that would be on the same scale as Guild Hall, three of them are closed. They're, they're closed for orders. No more. Done. Yeah. Put a post up, say, look, we'll let you know. When and that's going to happen to us probably. That's going to happen. It could. It could. It could definitely happen. I mean, there are, there are supply constraints. Of, of the big two in Guild Hall and one other that we will 
not mentioned by name, there is a uh, significant difference in pricing still. So yes, uncertainty rules the day, but um, we're still taking orders. We're still here. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. No, you will not be able to go online and buy anything right now. Premiums are changing too uh, frequently for us to stay up to date in the back end <clears throat> on uh, on our e store. So we would not want to promise something we can't deliver. So we have turned off the e store temporarily. Uh, until everything gets stabilized, it right. will come back on at some point. Right, but we would encourage people to at least go to the webs, go to guildhallwealth.com, sign up for the newsletter, and then that way you could get updates on on the market. Um, they're going to be infrequent, but at least that way, when the the e stores back up, we can say e stores back up. Uh, we can send a, an email. All right, when we come back, let's talk about registered accounts for a minute yeah. and uh, the fact that they're still frequently uh, available, and for the moment, everything looks good and. We expect that there will be, a, that's one of the easiest ways to get in the market, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see you on the other side of this. You are listening to the Guild Hall Wealth Management Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. All right, back with the Real Money Show, Guildhall Wealth Management, and I would be remiss if I didn't leave a very big thank you to our board operator today, Josh, and Loretta, who is behind him. She's left the studio for the time being as we do this from distance. We're using our tie line today to record the show. So a big thank you to you, Josh, because you're being asked to do something that a lot of people uh, are hesitant to do, which is to be helping part of that business stay in motion there at Global. So we are thankful to you. I wanted to say that before we uh, complete this segment. Jeremy. And thanks to everyone who's been acquiring precious metals and yeah, who's, had pa- who's had patience with us mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuck with us. We've got a lot of emails where people are like, I know you're really busy, but if you can, I'd like to do this or that. Well, um, we'll so get back to everyone. So, you know, we're, we're doing our best. I can't believe how fast this week has gone by. I, I have noticed that it's it's kind of slowed as, as the week has gone by, only in the sense because we did have to shut down the e-store to get caught up. Yep. Uh, hopefully, we can get the e-store back. But this is going to come down to trying to trying to fill orders with the physical market, which, uh, as we just mentioned earlier, the Royal Canadian Mint shutting down for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And there were already short supplies. We talked about the fact that in December, there were major shortages. Like, we couldn't buy 10-ounce bars. Rationing, in, uh, yeah, we, we couldn't, were told to call it. Yeah, we couldn't buy 10-ounce bars and RSPs for a bit. We had to go with LBMA-approved product for some large gold orders. Um, and here we is- are. It's happening again, only this time there's more panic going around. You know, the market will catch up. Ultimately, the, the what's going to fix this is much, much higher prices. No, it definitely and, will fix and it. And precious metals have to go way higher from here to, to try to, you know, shore up some of this demand. Um, because, you know, right now, if silver's let's call it $22 Canadian, give or take, you can buy a lot of silver for $22 and the ratio between gold and silver have gone completely surreal. It's, it's just, it doesn't exist. So I keep telling people the paper market doesn't exist. So Darren, let me ask you though, what's your take on all of this with the, with the, 
you know, lack of supply. When is that supply going to get filled? The people who want to fill their orders. And if you can, talk a little bit about the, the RSPs. All right. Dirty little secret in the room. Let's let the cat out of the bag for those that didn't know. Paper versus physical. Most of the fabricators around the world hate the CME. They hate the futures market. They hate the fact that the paper price would control at any given moment in time what the physical price is doing. Mints despise the fact that although there's cost certainty in some respects, if you're playing in the futures market, that 96 97, 98% of participants in the paper market never take delivery. Right. Because all it is is a rollover from month to month, and they keep playing the game. And there are reasons for it. Some is speculative. Some is not speculative. Some some is legitimate hedging. Some of it is legitimate hedging. A small bit of it. It's not much. But, but it's a small There bit. is some. Yes, absolutely. There needs to be fixed costs. But that's more so on the side of delivery. For those in the 2% or the 1% that are taking delivery on a monthly basis, industrially speaking, they need that product to develop their products. So they are using that system. It would not be surprising to me, and maybe not to you, Jeremy, but would not be surprising to me that if on the other side of this, finally, there is a ban of CEOs, of mining companies, perhaps leaders in the physical field, the mints themselves get together and say, it is time for change. It is time for us to ignore the paper price because there is no delivery effectively in that market. There is no real movement of silver. How in one day on earth could you have billions of ounces interacting in paper mode versus billions of ounces in physical well, mode? There's did, no such thing. But that did correct itself in 2000, from between 2008 and 2011. Because right. after the price of silver went down to $8, over the next couple of years, it then proceeded to move up, what, 400%? Yeah, so but a true you, correction would have kept the price at $50 an ounce or higher by now. Right, it's going to happen. Right, there, and, and for no those doubt. that are listening, let's, let's also not forget to shed some light on the fact that the ratio between gold to silver this week and this is the second part of my take, it was as high as 126. 126 ounces of silver for one ounce again, of gold. Again, that was the paper price. If, right. you, if you brought That's it right. back down to what you could actually buy it for, you were probably back down to like 90. Well, I'd like to say that's the case, but I'm not so certain yet. And the reason is because gold, in my opinion, since 2008 has transacted way differently than silver, even though both of them had a beautiful run-up higher. Central banks, in becoming net buyers of gold in 2009 and since that time, have developed a different system in gold than in silver. Can you imagine right now gold breaking down like silver, which is not going to happen? No, because I didn't hear central banks selling any gold. Well, what would the central bank of Russia do if some paper pusher with one of the big banks decided, oh, I'm going to get a little crazier and speculate on how I can create some money for my firm trying to push or suppress the price of gold? I guess you'd get like Russian hackers in there or something well, trying to screw around with the market. Or, or worse things, Jeremy, or worse things. Central banks own gold right now. They didn't in 2008. So Saying that they were selling. So you're saying right now there's sort of a government protection on the price of gold. Sure there is. Absolutely. And That's one says to me that same argument about, well, didn't wasn't silver meant to go higher? Of course it's going to go higher. It's going to go astronomically high compared to where it is right now. And when that time comes, you as a client who owns it physically are going to benefit tremendously because the paper buyer is going to be killed. He's going to get hammered. And right now the problem also is, and we've talked about it as though the price was rising is you can make a ton of money on it but you also have to get your hands on it too 
That's right. Right. That's so, right. Um, this is a big part of the problem. So we don't know how long it's going to take to kind of get back to normal on this. Um, you know, maybe orders stop next week. We just don't know. But uh, ultimately, the price of silver is going much, much higher. All right. We have one segment left to get to, Jeremy. I mean, we got to roll out some going forward momentum, what we're talking about in the coming weeks. Let's just summarize that in the next segment, as well as registered accounts and diamonds. We have to get to diamonds this week. It will be brought to the forefront as we approach the end of the year, the second part of the year, the last couple of quarters. Big news happening right now also there. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The website, guildhallwealth.com, is a place for you to find lots of info in the number one eight seven seven eight silver see you on the other side you are tuned into global news radio 640 toronto you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. All right, let's take this home. You're back and listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Thank you for staying tuned this week. In this week that was a very interesting one and continues to develop uh, day by day, there is a part of the market we spent very little on the show today talking about and discussing as natural fancy colored diamonds. Why do I bring this up right now in the last segment? Because it is an integral part of the same concepts that we talk about in managing or protecting or insuring your wealth on a yearly basis using hard assets. You know about gold and silver. You've been tuned into the show. You've listened. But the other side of that is natural fancy colored diamonds. We have those. We have them in stock. Uh, They do, in fact, perform significantly different from time to time regarding gold and silver. They're very steady in gains. But Jeremy, I have a simple question to get the ball rolling here. What would you do if you had... 50000 in the market right now, and you could divert it any way you want, and you decided it was a natural fancy colored diamond. Is there some way you can help shed some light for our clients on what they might do with colored diamonds? So, um, number one, people are interested in natural fancy colored diamonds in a way of getting out of the banking system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it's a great place to store wealth outside the banking system. It's not a liquid market the way precious metals are, right? Um people aren't really selling their gold anyway right now. They're not really selling their precious metals. They want to hold on to this and see where things come out on the other side a year, two, three years from now. So having a a natural fancy colored diamond for the next five, 10 years makes sense if you do not want to have your wealth in the financial system and and you want to be out of the way of that. And so for those reasons, we also saw back in 2008 through 2015, um, natural fancy color diamonds performed incredibly well. Now, as our listeners know, the Argyle mine is closing, so pink diamonds are not coming to the market. Um, probably by next year, there won't be, it'd be very difficult to find even a few coming to market. So it is a market that's going to push up the other colors as well. So I think this is a good time to be thinking about diversifying into a natural fancy color diamond. Maybe you can't get a hold of a lot of metal. Maybe you're looking to invest uh, a, a great sum and have some physical metal, have a natural fancy color diamond, have hard assets outside the banking system. And so for that reason, Darren, I think it, it's a great option to have. If I had $50,000 to put into a diamond today, 
Um, I would definitely be trying to get any pink I could. Good luck. Um, Good luck. If not, I say that with much due respect. It's very difficult. If not, I'd also try to fight to get at least a vivid yellow diamond, which I think is just a little over fifty thousand. But um, I think that's in the it's in the range. All right, let's do something special here for people that are listening to. Uh, it's not a very significant contribution to our uh, hope to help people for COVID-19. But one thing we can do is help people that are looking to diversify their wealth a little. Gold and silver, the truth of the matter is that there's disconnect paper to physical. So premiums are rising, makes it more expensive. Exchange rates, they've been brutal. Up and down 7 8% over the last week and a half. It's craziness. It is but crazy. On- and remember, in, 2000, in 2011, when the price of silver was $50 an ounce, $48 an ounce, the exchange rate was par. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So do you wait for a better exchange rate or do you just buy it? Okay. I well, think you just buy it because chances are the price has to go much, much higher before the value of the U.S. goes down. And the U.S. is going up right now because everyone's going to cash. All right. Well, on Vivid Yellows, um, conservatively speaking, let's do something special right now. On Vivid Yellows, okay, okay. we're going to do Guild Hall will cover the tax. That's a spur-of-the-moment thing. Vivid Yellows right now. You want to own a Vivid Yellow. We think it's a very valuable asset to have. We love where Vivid Yellows are going, and they are going to be the next pinks. Mark my words. When you can't get a pink anymore, they'll become like blues. You'll start to hear less of them, uh, but that's one thing we're going to do. So we're going to go tax-free. We'll eat the tax on the Vivid Yellows, any Vivid Yellows, until further notice. And let's talk while we close out here a little more about the RSPs. Okay, Jeremy, um, we can put gold and silver into those RSPs for people. We can get Liras open. We can get TFSAs open. Do people need to be in the office, Jeremy? No, we can do we can do web meetings. So we can do screen shares, do it over the phone. Um, it takes... 15 minutes to get an account open mm-hmm. we can we assist every we assist everyone to open those accounts yep um you know you can do everything by email and over the phone and like i said you could do a screen share um web meeting those things question for you do i as an investor have to speak with my financial planner advisor somebody who i may not want to talk with right now or will Guildhall help me do the transfer without even having to worry about talking to anybody that's a great question so as as the system works is you put in a, a transfer request from from your side to the outgoing institution and 90 i would say 95 percent of our clients are transferring from an existing institution so maybe they had a mutual fund they're not happy with the returns they want to get out of it maybe it's Maybe it's an ignored pension from a company that you no longer work at. I see a lot of those, th- a lot of uh, funds coming in that way. So there's a lot of different ways to to get involved. RSP, LIF, RIF, um, locked in RSP, spousal RSP, TFSA, RESP. We can do it all. It's all physical. At the end of the day, you can go to the vault and personally audit your holdings. The best thing about Guild Hall is it's always been physical and always will be. It's what we believe in, folks. And we want to thank you for staying tuned to the Real Money Show this week. And for those that went through this week with us, thank you for being loyal clients. And to those of you that are coming on board, we're excited to have you. We can't wait for what lies ahead. Gold and silver are going to have a fantastic journey in the months and years ahead, and you will hopefully be part of it. one silver or guildhallwealth.com. You have been tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. 
Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.